Hi everyone, it's Kathy Ostapchuk. Welcome to this episode of the Her Influence Podcast. I'm really excited and actually very grateful to invite you to this episode because it is none other than the amazing Helen Burns giving a word of inspiration and motivation deeply rooted in scripture saying that when you are called you partner with God and with the Holy Spirit and that will take you to amazing places in your life that you could never go on your own. I love the fact that Helen really sets the stage for us Uh, her own journey to calling, where she is now with that 40 some years later, and the excitement that there is and the joy that there is in actually following God into places that you would never imagine. And so we're dealing with this subject, she is called to imagine. And I spoke a little bit last week about the life of Rahab and how she really had to step out of the rubble of her own life to imagine a future for her son, Solomon on the throne that actually led right down to Jesus and actually leads right to us, right to you in this very place, wherever you are today. So, so excited that you are with us today because you're not only going to hear from Helen, but you're also going to hear the rest of the faculty of the She Is Called Masterclass that happened at the One Conference January 17th, 2020 in Edmonton. And that includes Anne Miranda, Stephanie Reeder, Caitlin Say, Vanessa Hoyes, and our worship leader for the day, Blessing Asebiot. And they're going to share a little bit of their version of I am and the woman I represent. So the prayer for you today as you listen is that you identify with one of these voices, that you identify with one of these journeys, and I'm sure that you're going to find yourself in one of their stories and be encouraged that the same God will calls you now into something that you may not even be able to imagine in your future. He never changes, but you do change not your personality perhaps but your character and so everything that he's allowing in your life is preparing you for that day when he calls you into service and perhaps you're in service now and you think wow i would never have placed myself here in this environment in this context in this role but here you are and just so you know that's god and that's actually you stepping up to say hey god I think I'm going to partner with you in creating the story of my life. So have a listen. So excited that you're here with us today on the Gather Journey, on the Her Influence podcast journey. But if you have a pen handy, I would highly suggest you take it out, get some paper ready, get your iPhones ready, because there are huge influence leadership nuggets that you're going to gain from listening in, not only to Helen Burns, but to the stories of these amazing faculty that were on the Gather platform for this day in Edmonton. So have a listen and enjoy. Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by Women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. We are grateful for our sponsor partnership for Season 3, Horizon College and Seminary, a center of learning dedicated to prepare leaders for Christian life and ministry, located in Saskatoon. Horizon is launching two amazing initiatives in fall of 2020, a Master of Arts in Ministry Leadership, a program that equips both seasoned and aspiring leaders by combining theological studies, leadership training, and hands-on learning. 
And in partnership with Sisterhood YXE and Lead Women, a women's cohort designed to provide women with a graduate education in ministry leadership that empowers them to bring transformational change to their churches, communities, and world with full or part-time and geographical flexibility. Find out more at horizon.edu. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Thank you, Kathy. So Kathy is the woman in charge around here. She's, she's amazing. She's one of my heroes. How is everybody? You guys are quiet. I like it when we get kind of a little rowdy and excited. And uh, it's good. It's just good for God's daughters to be together. Even if it's really cold, I think it's fantastic. You really know you're alive in this temperature. I came from Africa. I landed in a snowstorm in Vancouver on Tuesday, and I uh, had one day at home trying to warm my house and my bones up, and I was ready for uh, Edmonton when I flew here yesterday. So it is such an honor to be with you, and excited about what God is doing with the sisterhood, with women all over the world, but my heart, born and raised, I'm a Vancouver girl, born and raised in Canada, and my parents are, I'm a first generation Canadian, so I love this nation, and it has my heart, and I love to to see what's happening when uh, we gather together for kingdom cause. Amen? So this whole thing of, of being called, she is called. And imagination, I've been, if you ask me, did you ever imagine, Helen, that you would be doing what you're doing today? I'm like, not in your wildest dreams. Um, everything that I'm doing today, I would have felt that I was ill-equipped, ill-prepared for. But you know what? When you partner with God, and when you follow the leading of his Holy Spirit, watch what can happen. God is not a God that, that would ever limit you. He invites you to this grand adventure. So come on, girls. You're all here. Let's get up. Let's go and see what God is saying to us today of just new and fresh steps that we can take to, into his plan and into his purpose. I um, married my high school sweetheart 100 years ago. Well, actually, 45 years ago. Doesn't really feel like 100 or even 45. I've liked 41 of the years. Um, some of them were really hard. <laughs> But the last 44 I've really loved, and we're madly in love with each other, and we've pastored a church in the Vancouver area for 34 years, and that didn't seem possible, because I, when John and I met, he went into dental school and became a dentist, and we had a thriving dental practice, when we heard the whisper of the Holy Spirit and an invitation to do something more. And uh, you usually don't lay down your dental drills and put your dental practice aside to go on an adventure and plant a church. I mean, who does that? That's not a very common thing to do, or even a reasonable thing to do, but it sounds like a God thing to do. And so for the past 34 years, we have led this church and just this past year, handed on the leadership of, of the church to our daughter, Angela, who has been leading the church for this past 11 months. She and her husband are leading a magnificent charge. I'm pretty sure she never imagined she'd be doing what she's doing either, but that's just like God. He has these invitations for us. And so people often ask, how did you discover this is what you're called to do? How did you know that God put marriage and family as something that you would speak around a lot in a relationship? Well, when you've had a bad relationship and God heals your relationship, he might use you in the very thing you felt like the greatest failure in because that's what God does. He, he looks at our mistakes and, and uh, doesn't say, well, you're finished, just like we just heard about Bathsheba. It can be a stepping stone to everything that God has called us to. So I'm a story of the least likely, but God will use anybody if we just put up your, our hand and say, go ahead, God. God, you can use me. 
You never have to push your way forward, ever. You can just trust that God is leading you and he will lead you into all that he has for you. One thing I've discovered about calling is the need is the call. The need is the call. Take a look around you. What needs, have you ever said, somebody should do something about that? It's probably a calling on your life. You know, where you think, ah, somebody needs to. And I feel like sometimes God awakens us in those ways when we see something that needs to be done and you have that sense of the Holy Spirit saying, why don't you step up and do something about that? Because the need is the call. And it's learning how to say yes in the mundane. Yes in the ordinary. Not the spectacular, but in the ordinary. Just say yes and watch where God's going to lead you next. In 1 Peter chapter 4 and... Just in case you think the team is failing, they're not. I did not give them any of my scriptures or any of my points because I was busy in Africa and, and I knew it better, but I was getting, I just didn't do it. So forgive me, but I will, I'll share you with you where they're from. First Peter chapter four and verses 10 through 11 says this, every believer, everybody say every, I'll oh, see you guys can chat with me too. Every believer has received grace gifts. So use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. For example, if you have a speaking gift, speak as though God were speaking his words through you. If you have the gift of serving, do it passionately with the strength God gives you. So that in everything, hello, God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. For to him belong the power and the glory forever throughout all ages. Amen. Powerful. I love this. We are all uniquely equipped, uniquely called. Your calling is not my calling and my calling isn't yours, but you have a calling and I have a calling. We absolutely do. She is called. And I love here it says it's a many-colored tapestry of God's grace. Not yours, not mine, God's grace. I love how the Amplified Bible refers to it as the manifold grace of God. So it's diverse. It's assorted, multifaceted, various. We each get to develop who God created us to be. So you never have to be in competition with anybody because you're not called to be anybody else. There's only one of you. So be the very best you that you can be. And so as I look at some of the multifaceted um, aspects of leadership and calling, I think leadership and calling are synonymous. It's just stepping up and saying, yes, here I am, Lord, send me. It's stepping into all that he has for you. And I just have a few thoughts. I'm just going to throw these out at you and, and hopefully just stir you up a little bit um, in these few moments that I have to just awaken calling and potential on the inside of you. Number one, leadership and calling is a gift. Many people may be looked at as a natural born leader in the same way someone may be looked at as a natural born athlete or naturally born, they're just intellectual or athletic, um, what else, you know, just a number of things are musically inclined. You know what, you could have all the gifting on the inside of you, but if you never develop it, you will never reach the potential to which God has called you. You are called to steward that which God has put on your life, to develop that beautiful gift. It is a gift, but then like Paul said to Timothy, he said, don't neglect the gift that is in you. Stir it up, develop it, grow it, and become all that God has called you to be. Never, ever choose to remain in a place where you're comfortable. Comfortable is overrated. 
We live in a world that wants to be comfortable. We're not called to comfortable. We're called to change the world. Nothing less will actually do. So comfort, I think we so aspire to that, but it's not as great as it sounds. Comfort is great if you're in a coffin, you know, that sat and lined, and uh, no one's going to bother you. But that's not what we're called. We, we, that'll be another day while we're in heaven singing. But, but you know what? We don't want comfort. We want calling, which means get up and get moving. Secondly, it's an entrustment. There is a weight that comes with entrustment. And trust me, you are called. There is an entrustment, a gift upon your life. And we are not to squander it. We're called to develop it. Those gifts and those talents and the calling that God has put on your life is an entrustment. And so it's carry it with the weight of it. Like when we handed on the leadership of our church to our daughter, why did, we, why did we sense God was saying this is who it is? She and her husband and beautiful children are all serving in the church. But you know, why did we do that? Because we knew she would honor that gift. She wasn't going to squander it. She knew the price that was paid to carry that. And so it's like passing on a baton. Passing on the baton is critical. It is a responsibility. It is an entrustment. And so knowing that she would carry it with, that, with the um, reverence, if you will, that God has placed on that, she wasn't going to squander it. And I would say that every one of us recognize what God has put on your life and, and be, be loyal to that which God has called you to. Number three, it's costly. It's costly. With calling and leadership comes much blessing, so much blessing, but also constant opposition. If you don't, you know, again, it's not about comfort. It's about stepping into the fray. And you know what? If you want to change the world, you're going to have to learn how to take some, um, some heat. And some, there's, there's adversaries that are against you. But it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It probably means you've stepped in to calling. And yes, the enemy hates you. He hates your marriage. He hates your calling. He wants you to sit down and say, it's hard. It is hard. But you're graced for it. Shake it off. Get up. And keep going. There's a cost attached to it. But I'm honored and we are all honored to carry the cost. And yeah, sometimes ministry feels lonely. Sometimes you feel like I'm out here on my own. And yet we're never alone. But there, there's a cost to it. Count the cost and then move ahead. And, and, and live the life that you can't imagine that God has for you. Because you're willing to get up and just keep going. Another thing is leadership requires a pure heart. And we just heard about David the psalmist and how he messed up. And one of my favorite psalms that I refer to often is Psalm 51, where David says, Create in me a pure heart, O my God, and restore a right spirit in me. It takes purity. It takes holiness in this. And that, you know, the truth is the condition of our heart is going to determine how we go. If your heart's not healthy, your life won't be healthy. Your ministry won't be healthy. Proverbs chapter 4 and, and verse 23 says, pay attention to your heart because it affects everything you do. And the call of leadership, the, call of the, the, the cost of calling is to walk with purity of heart. That's why there's no room for unforgiveness. There's no room for offense. There's just no room. You have to shake it off to get up, to get moving into the next stage. And the last thing I want to share is the best thing I think about what I get to do in this season of life is that ministry and leadership and calling is not about you. It's about who you can empower. I think one of the greatest gifts of this which we've been called to is the fact that we have the privilege 
of empowering others to rise up and to be everything that they're called to be. But how we do that will be determined by how we walk out our calling. When we are walking with joy, because leadership is joy. There is so much joy in it, and joy is our strength. But I don't know anything greater than seeing others like you rise up and say, I'll go with you too. And I believe that's what Gather Women is about. And having said that, I want to invite some of the amazing women who are gracing this platform today to come and join me right now. Because we're going to have what we, it's been a part of every Gather gathering. So come on up here. You can just stand on either side of me. And, um, and it, this is called the I Am and the Woman I Represent moment. And so they're going to introduce themselves to you and tell you a little bit about themselves because they're all fantastic. And uh, you get to hear from their hearts. So we'll start with Anne. Hi, my name is Anne Miranda. Uh, so what we do with this I am moment, we just finish the sentence. So I am a woman born to immigrant parents from Lebanon. Y'all here in Edmonton know the Lebanese well. We don't really have too many Lebanese in Vancouver. But uh, my parents came to Canada to give their family future and hope. I am first generation Canadian, born in Ottawa, raised across this nation, Ottawa, Edmonton, for many years, and then Vancouver. I'm a woman who has experienced the power of God's word. He met me at 19 years old and changed the trajectory of my life. Through his word in Isaiah 61, when I encountered and experienced what it meant to exchange my ashes for beauty, my sorrow for joy, my dishonor and shame for a double portion of honor. Throughout my childhood, I've experienced abuse and I can definitely declare, you know, hashtag me too. Yet I also declare that there is healing in the name of Jesus and that it's powerful. I'm a woman who's passionate about sharing God's word because I've experienced its power and the power that resides in it has changed my life. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two children. I'm a dreamer and a champion of people. I wholeheartedly enjoy seeing others live out their God-given purpose on this planet. I'm a woman who loves coffee with cardamom and cinnamon. Yeah. Uh, I'm a woman who, when watching a movie, I'm so engulfed by what's happening. I cry, I laugh, I feel every emotion intensely. But I'm a woman who knows that she's called to pioneer. Mm -hmm. I know whose I am, and I now know what he's deposited in me and what I carry. Mm. Thank you. Je suis Stéphanie. I'm Stephanie. Je suis une femme francophone. I'm a French-speaking woman. Je suis née au Québec. I was born in Quebec. Je suis un docteur en biochimie. I hold a PhD in biochemistry. Je suis maintenant un pasteur. I'm now a pastor. Un auteur. An author. Une conférencière. And a preacher. Et Dieu ouvre des portes pour moi partout en francophonie. God is opening doors all throughout the French world for me. Et maintenant dans le monde anglophone. And now even in the English world. Et j'ai je suis une femme passionnée pour Dieu. I am passionate about God. Je suis une femme passionnée de voir d'autres femmes s'élever. Passionate seeing other women rise up. De voir des femmes restaurées. To see women restored. De voir des femmes guéries. To see women healed. Et de voir des femmes entrer dans leur destinée. And to see women enter into their destiny. Des femmes qui vont dépasser leurs limites. Women that will go beyond their limits. Je suis une une mère. I am a mother. 
de deux beaux garçons, of two beautiful boys, 25 ans et 20 ans. 25 and 20 Je years suis old. marié à un pasteur. Il est pasteur à l'église Nouvelle Vie. He's pastor of a church called New Life. Et nous sommes mariés depuis 33 ans. We've been married for 33 years. Alors je me suis mariée à l'âge de 10 ans. So I got married at 10 years old. Et euh, je suis euh, une mère qui s'est tenue à la brèche pour ses enfants for her children. il y a quelques années. A few years ago. Mon fils est, euh, a vécu des moments extrêmement difficiles My son went hard times. et je suis une mère qui m'a soutenue à la brèche entre les morts et les vivants afin qu'il choisisse la vie. So that he would choose life. Je, suis une, je représente une porteuse d'espoir. D'une porteuse d'espoir pour les femmes hope for women, qui peuvent entrer dans leur destin. So peu importe leur arrière-plan. Peu importe leur diplôme. L'espoir que Dieu vous appelle chacune d'entre vous. The hope that God is each one of you. Que Dieu nous appelle chacune d'entre nous that God calls each one of us à impacter notre pays, to impact our nation, à impacter notre monde, to impact our world. dans un monde de noirceur. In a world of darkness. Les gens ont besoin de femmes qui répondent à l'appel. Et si vous êtes ici, c'est que vous avez à cœur et je sais que je sais que Dieu va vous toucher aujourd'hui. Et finalement, j'espère que je peux apporter l'espoir à des mères. I hope I can bring hope to mothers. Où vous êtes face à des situations où vous pensez qu'il n'y a plus d'espoir pour vos enfants. Je veux juste vous dire que Dieu peut faire au-delà de tout ce que vous pouvez penser, même imaginer. Et Dieu entend le cri et les pleurs d'une femme qui se tient à la brèche. Merci. Good morning, everyone. My name is Caitlin Stay, and I'm a teacher and a pastor in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I'm the pastor of the Sisterhood Ministry there. I'm 28 years old, and I love opportunities to empower people mm. and for them to recognize their gifts and their abilities and their strengths. Um, I grew up as a little girl with a passion for the Word of God. I actually mm. remember like plastering my walls with it as a child, and my mom coming in being like, this is a little weird. Are you going to have friends over in this room? You know, and, but I loved the word even as a little girl and I've always loved teaching it and I loved teaching it at Bible camps mm. growing up and I, I knew that that was on my life and I went to Bible college and I loved studying the word but I didn't know that there was a place for women to teach the word in, in the church and uh, I didn't get married at Bible college I thought that, you know that was the plan that's mm. kind of the purpose of going right <laughs> but it uh, didn't happen for me so uh, I went to university got my education degree and loved it mm. and fell in love with understanding transformation, human transformation, and how God created us for that. And um, as time went on, I enjoyed serving God in, in a variety of different ways, but I found myself at a place where God took me into a real wilderness. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever been in the wilderness before, ladies, but that's a place where God can do some real deep work when yes. we know who we are in Him and who He is, when we know the great I am and who I am in the great I am. And he did some reordering in my heart. And I would say I am a woman who needed some reordering when it comes to who I give myself 
first two. And I think of the scripture in 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 5 that says, the Macedonians gave themselves first to God and then to one another. And I needed some reordering, even when it comes to this issue of the call and stepping out for Christ. But that first, I give my heart to him and then to the causes he calls me to. And so I am a woman who has grown through the wilderness to appreciate the wilderness, the silence, the solitude, the knowing, the secret place. And from that place, developing the strength from him to move forward with clarity, confidence, and courage. Those words have become very important to me in life and ministry. First, the clarity to know what he is saying, what he is calling me to, and to have clarity around that laser focus that's from him. For me, I'm passionate for women to rise right now uh, in Canada with their voice, with their strength from his spirit, and also for the next generation of Canadians to be empowered, and even for women to take responsibility for the mamas of the nation, to take responsibility for the most vulnerable in our nation. And so I have the privilege of directing a youth ministry right now um, that combats teen suicide so that youth can grow to be leaders. Um, second, so that's clarity, but then, then the courage, the courage, not just to step forward, but to stop when Holy Spirit says stop, to put something down when he's saying, you've got too much on your plate. I didn't put that on there. So those rhythms of life that sustain the life of Christ. And finally, um, is the confidence, confidence with our creative gifts, with what has God deposited in me? Confidence to make it a priority to be creative because he's made us to create. And so getting that confidence from the secret place from him. And so this formational life uh, is, is the woman that I am and the woman that I represent, understanding that it's nothing that I can do but the grace of God that really brings purpose to all of our lives in every season, even when we feel most purposeless and maybe we're hidden, but that can be the most significant times of our lives. So, thank you. Hey everyone, my name is Blessing. Um, I'm 26 years old. Um, I am a nurse, I am an artist, I uh, lead worship at my church, I lead worship all over. Um, and I, born in Nigeria, raised in Canada, um, I have this strong um, passion in me to see a sound released, not just amongst women, but I love that, um, but among people of God. Like, we are created by the creator, so why shouldn't we be the most creative? Like, the market isn't meant for just anyone to take over, and I think it's time for us to take back our power. And even praying into this weekend, I felt God... Um, gave me the word uprising, and then he showed me a picture of a flower blooming out, and I was like, oh, that's kind of random. But when I looked into it, um, flowers are not just for beauty. They also provide oxygen. They're the fruit of the plant. Um, and it also, I was also reading up about it, and it showed that they are, um, they're for reproduction. So they, they um, allow the insects to come pollinate, and then they take their pollen and then plant it, and it just, it just grows and grows. So I feel like women, like, 
we are going to be uprising. Like we are in an army, an army of like flowers that are just gonna just like take the world by storm. So I'm really excited for what God's gonna do. Love her. Hi girls, I am an Aussie, an Australian. Uh, that has been in Montreal, Quebec for nearly five years. And my name's Vanessa, and I am married with four gorgeous girls, been married 20 years, and have four amazing daughters. And uh, I feel like in my 40s, I stepped into the desire to um, be a spiritual mother as opposed to a driven leader. And that's the woman that I represent today. And I had to really begin to articulate what it is that I had to offer the world. And so you seek uh, the word of God, the promise of God over your life, and really also find those values that are core to you and matter to you and align them with the word of God. And all of a sudden they become our pillars for our life. And so these last few years has been huge church planting in Montreal. And um, we've loved so many moments of it. And we've also had so many highs and so many lows. And so when you second guess where God has you, the cost of the calling, um, the, the, the moments that you really wonder if you have what it takes and the why does he have you where he has you and who else is it going to cost and do they really have to pay the price on behalf of a family and other people and now we've come to realize that's what spiritual mums and dads do. And so I represent today a woman who has moved from wanting life to be about herself to make sure that uh, my ceilings would become another movement of people's uh, flaws. And therefore, what I have to offer the world, I came to really articulate over the last few years as I did clarify um, God's gift and grace on my life. And now I declare over my life every day, I am an evolving woman waging war on gravity and awakening to her own life. I am an artisan whose grace and genius brings heaven to earth. I'm a safe place whose presence nurtures wholeness. I'm a gatherer who creates circles of risky intimacy and collective solution. I'm a courageous leader who synergizes and collaborates with vision and clarity. I am Vanessa. Well, some great truth preached right there through the voice of Helen Burns and also through each of the women who shared in their I am and the women I represent moments. We're praying and hoping that you found yourself in at least one of their stories Thank you for tracking with us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love you to uh, write a review, share it with friends. And really, it's just for the purpose of equipping you, connecting you girls all across this nation. We love you. And we'd love you to track with us and hear from you at hello at gatherwomen.com. Quick note, quick exciting note here that we are going to be launching our first online conference ever. It's our first national conference online called True. And it is happening May 22nd and 23rd. So you can already mark those dates in your calendar. You don't have to go anywhere except maybe to your local church and invite all your girls to join you, host a group in your home, but really just to watch and listen in to some of the amazing voices that we have to equip you in true this year. What is true? True identity, true success, true relationships true mission. What does that look like? And to be part of that conversation, we're so excited to invite you to that. 
So until we chat again, we're hoping that you will rise in purpose and influence your world. We are here for you all the way, girls. Love from Kathy Ostapchuk, my co-hosts, Caitlin Say and Vanessa Hoyes. All the best. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence Podcast. Download and share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go to gatherwomen.com for show notes, resources, and events in your area. We invite you to join the movement to hear the voices of women represented in equal value and strength in all kingdom conversations, and to see the presence of women in equal value and strength in every area of influence. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.